0: We're lucky this year to get two Sundays after Christmas. It doesn't happen often, but this year we get a continuation of the nativity story, bringing us this story of the three wise men and their strange, strange journey, sent from Herod to follow, of all things, a star. They're sent by Herod, sure, but they're compelled by something else, something intangible and unnameable. These wise men, scholars, mind you, not magicians or astrologers or traveling kings, but more like university professors, went off on their journey. Smart guys that they were, they probably were confused by what they saw. Stars, after all, should not behave like that, traveling across the sky like some sort of celestial GPS system. The wise men had each other's company for the duration and, probably like any good traveling companions, talked about the star along the way, discussing the oddness of this sign, the star's strange traveling tendencies, making notes maybe about what each thought they might find at the end, maybe discussing the significance of those gifts that they brought, gifts for a king, gold, Frankincense and myrrh, powerfully symbolic, gold symbolizing virtue, the incense frankincense for prayer, and myrrh, an anointing oil connoting suffering. It was a long trip. They didn't know where they were going, they didn't know by what lands or what roads they would get there, and they certainly had no idea what they would find once they arrived. And when they did arrive, what then? They were overwhelmed with joy. They entered the house. They knelt down. They paid him homage and offered him their precious gifts, gifts for a baby but fit for a king. They found what they were looking for, even though they didn't know it, what it was when they started. So who is your star? Who got you here? The short answer for many of us is Jesus. But even for the lifelong believer, Jesus isn't the whole story. So who got you here? What bright star did you follow that led you, defying all astronomical rules, to believe in this unbelievable story? We all got here somehow. What about you? I'm lucky enough to have had several guiding stars in my life, but perhaps one of the most notable came from this place when I was a teenager. I didn't know I was looking for a journey, but I found myself on one, guided really by a whole constellation, but one star in particular. The one who led me on this particular road of my journey, though a priest, was not always the prototypical spiritual leader. Loud and gregarious, the brand of faith that he introduced to us could easily be called Not Your Grandma's Jesus. (laughs) This leg of my journey often passed through Waffle House, for example found me having food fights and pillow fights and skipping off for late-night FOs at the varsity. But there was method to this madness. There were lessons about faith in those encounters and, sometimes, in spite of them. I was taught faith through the challenge of the hands-on experience, backpacking, building, serving, planning, playing, praying, the journey took me to new understandings of faith through relationship and taught me at that young age already to look for God's face in those faces around me. The star I followed on this journey pushed me again and again to reject easy answers and simplistic belief systems and helped me, encouraged me even, to struggle again and again with questions and uncertainty and doubt. In the few years that I followed that star, I wasn't really sure where I was going most of the time. I certainly wasn't sure how I was going to get there or if I ever would, but I kept following as long as the star kept leading. So who is your star? Or where is your star? A person, perhaps, that illuminated the faith For you in a way that meant you could finally, finally let your guard down and believe. Or an experience of worship, maybe, that convinced you that this is real stuff and that you are in the right place at the right time. But here's the thing about stars. Even the best and the brightest can only get you so far. For our friends, the wise men, lucky them, the star took them all the way to the doorstep. But then they had to open that door themselves, totally, completely unprepared for what they'd find behind it. They had to kneel down themselves on their own knees, on their own accord. They had to remember the gifts that they had brought and then offer them with reverence. They had to decide to believe. The star couldn't do that for any of them. The star, that wonderful celestial anomaly that remains indelibly inked in the story of our faith, even that star was limited. How did you get here? What bright light are you following or have you followed in your own faith journey? Very few of us get to the place of belief, even a shaky, unsteady belief, alone, without some sort of inspirational experience or person to guide us in the right direction. But there are steps we have to take alone, in fear and trembling, perhaps, or maybe with naive bravado. Faith requires of us that we step out of the comforting light of the guiding star or we accept it when the star has taken us as far as it can go. Then we put a little trust in ourselves and even more trust in God. Trust in God above all else to ensure that our path is a right and a good and holy thing and to offer us a safe destination even if the journey has been difficult. It is, after all, God in whom the wise men put their trust when they left the star and entered the house. And it was God's face that they saw shining upon entering. And so it is for each of us. When we make that frightening shift from the star who led us there to the one to whom the star is pointing, it is then that the traveling ends and the faith journey begins. Amen.